0: International Women's Day, marked annually on March 8th, is a global event viewed as one of the most important days of the year to celebrate women's achievements, raise awareness about women's equality, and promote accelerated gender parity. Welcome back to Clearpath, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller, and with me is Katherine Collinson, CEO and President of Nonprofit Transamerica Institute, and she's here to provide a greater awareness and understanding of this topic. So, Catherine, good to have you back.
1: Hey, it's great to be here, Al.
0: Now, Catherine, what else can you tell us about International Women's Day?
1: Well, here's a factoid for you. You may Mm. not know this. International Women's Day dates back more than a 100 years. Uh, The very first International Women's Day occurred on March 19th, 1911, and it was established in Australia, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland, and more than a million women and men attended rallies for women's right to work, to vote, to be trained, to hold public office, and end discrimination. Here we are more than 100 years later. The theme of this year's International Women's Day is Break the Bias, which calls for people around the world to envision a world free of bias, both conscious and unconscious bias, and free of stereotypes and discrimination.
0: Well, you know, that's interesting because, you know, events like this really help propel women into ultimately achieving the right to vote in the United States. I guess it came about eight years later with the passing of the 19th Amendment. Now, I know retirement security for women has been a key focus of the work that you and your team have done for the past 15 years. So then, how does this retirement security fit into the larger discussion of risks that women face today?
1: That's a great question, Al. And here we are in the year of 2022, and women are still at greater risk of not achieving a financially secure retirement compared with men. And there's a number of contributing factors. And I'll start with the gender pay gap. Even today, the gender pay gap persists. And I'll share with you an insight from the World Economic Forum that illustrates how slowly the gender pay gap is closing. They have done some research in their 2020 report. So it's a couple of years old now. They've found at the rate things are going, it will take another 99 and a half years to achieve gender parity uh, around the world. And the U.S. ranks 53 in the 153 countries in the report. So we've Hmm. seen, and I've seen in my lifetime, a closing of the gender pay gap, but we've got, we still got a long way
0: to go. A long
1: way to go and uh, hopefully can accelerate that. But there's also other contributing factors that are inhibiting women's ability to achieve a secure retirement. So we've talked about the gender pay gap women societally are also more likely to take time out of the workforce for parenting and caregiving. And all these things negatively impact a woman's earnings, which in turn impacts her ability to save and the growth of her savings over a long-term career. So as we look at moments in time, we may see differences between women and men, but the different life projectories over a course of a 20 or 30 or 40-year working career leave women with far fewer in terms of retirement savings and benefits compared with men. Everybody is at risk of not achieving a secure retirement, but the risks are even greater for women. And it's just so important that we're having these conversations, especially on International Women's Day, so that we can affect positive change.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. As you note, those are some mighty significant headwinds for women. And let's face it, women do take time away, you know, to start and raise families that more than likely are going to derail or suspend their career trajectory, which, you know, at the end uh, only serves to widen that pay gap. Now, with that said, I'd like to think we can, well, hopefully reach a consensus on the importance to achieve change focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Given your team has conducted a global retirement survey for the past 10 years, what I'd really be interested in learning more about is what you've uncovered in that research.
1: Our Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies team has collaborated with AGON on On the Agon Retirement Readiness Survey for 10 years now, it's a global retirement survey that uh, looks at various factors of retirement preparedness in 15 countries around the world. And we've also looked at the data in terms of how women and men compare. So let me share you with you some highlights from the 2021 survey that we conducted. As we look at Life and retirement around the world, countries have very different retirement systems. What we found in the 2021 survey is women globally and in the U.S. are generally optimistic about retirement. And when we asked word associations, the top three word associations that came up are leisure, freedom, and enjoyment. So that's good news, that women are looking at retirement in a positive light. Women also share retirement dreams around the world, and those dreams include things like spending more time with family and friends, traveling, and pursuing new hobbies. And the U.S. and global results are quite similar.
0: Well, that's encouraging, especially noting that a lot of women carry a relatively positive view of retirement and actually look forward to being active. But then again, on the flip side, we've discussed some you know, fairly significant risks and realities for women. So then how do you see those playing out?
1: Well, their concerns are well-founded. Uh, the survey yielded some alarming findings. Globally, just 22% of women workers and 31% in the U.S. think they are on course to achieve their retirement income expectations. Regarding confidence specifically, Few women are extremely confident in their ability to fully retire with a comfortable lifestyle, and the response rate there is globally 10% are extremely confident, and in the U.S., that number is 20%, so only one in five.
0: Well, you've covered a lot of the difficulties and the challenges women face, so then what sort of counsel, you know, would you offer women to help them improve their outlook in the future?
1: Over the years that Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies has been collaborating with Agon, we've developed what we call the five fundamentals for retirement readiness, five things that people can and frankly should be doing that can help improve their retirement outcomes. These apply to both women and men. But of course, since it's International Women's Day, we are going to focus on women. So Mm -hmm. if you're game for it, I would like to take you through each of the five fundamentals.
0: Well, what's the first fundamental, Catherine?
1: The first fundamental is to start saving early and save habitually for retirement. The best route to retirement readiness is saving as early as possible, consistently over time, and becoming what we call a habitual saver, someone who makes sure they're always saving for retirement. And only 41% of women workers globally say they're habitual savers. In the US, I'm pleased to share the the response rate is much higher with Fifty-five percent self-identifying as habitual savers.
0: Well, hold on a second, Catherine. Though I, I don't want to interrupt you here, but you know that still seems like a pretty significant you know difference. I mean, what what's behind all of this?
1: You know, one of the things that we've seen here in the U.S. and behavioral economists and behavioral finance uh, academics have also shown that having access to workplace retirement benefits and defined contribution plans, what what we know as four hundred one k or similar plans. These make a big difference in terms of engaging people to start saving for retirement and to continue saving over their working lives. And in the survey, in the global survey, we've seen that the U.S. and other countries like the U.K. that offer these kinds of plans, and if they automatically enroll participants into the plan, eliminating the paperwork needed to join, right. uh, we see much higher levels of savings rates and and what we call habitual savers.
0: The path of least resistance does you know, tend to be the nudge people need to get started saving for retirement. Now, what are some of the other fundamentals that you'd like to share with us?
1: The next two should come as no surprise because they're all about having a roadmap. That's what we do on Clear Path, yes, your roadmap to health now. and wealth. Mm, right. uh, I like to say it's impossible to chart a course if you don't have a destination in mind. And that's why your roadmap for retirement is so important. Fundamental number two, develop a written retirement strategy. Only 17% of women workers globally have a written plan for the retirement 30 percent of women workers in the U.S. There are more who say they have a plan that's not written down. It's good they're thinking on those terms, but it's even more impor- important that they put those plans in writing. Uh, those plans are particularly important so you can measure your progress along the way. And if you find yourself veering off course, you can make some course corrections uh, over that journey that we call life. And a related fundamental, which is our fundamental number three, is to have a backup plan for unforeseen events. Over the course of our lives, life will throw us curveballs. We don't know when they'll come and we don't know what they are. But we, if anything, have learned that it's really important to expect the unexpected and have backup plans and contingencies in place, especially if we are at risk of retiring sooner than expected or planned. Globally, just 34% of women workers have a backup plan for retirement income if they're unable to work before retirement, The good news is that number is higher in the U.S. 45% of women workers say they have a backup plan.
0: What gets measured or written down, you know, does tend to get done. Okay, now how about uh, your final two uh, uh, recommendations?
1: Saving and planning for a long and healthy and prosperous life is much more than a mathematical financial equation. Of course, saving and planning and investing for the long term is very important, but it's also equally important that we factor in lifestyle considerations. So the final two fundamentals relate to lifestyle. Fundamental number four is is adopt a healthy lifestyle. The daily decisions that we make over the course of our lives can impact our health as we get older. Taking good care of our health can better our chances of being able to continue working, earning income, and saving as long as we want and need. Our survey asked people about their top life priorities. 61% of women globally and in the U.S. said being healthy and fit is a top priority. That's good news. Uh, It'd be great if we saw that percentage higher, uh, say at 100%, and that we're all mindful and that we're taking care of ourselves each and every day. The fifth and final fundamental is embrace lifelong learning. A commitment to continuing education is vital for keeping our skills up to date and relevant, gaining knowledge so that we can make informed decisions in this crazy world of fast-paced change that we're living in. It's dizzying how quickly the world is changing, and we all have to embrace our inner curiosity and keep learning because we've got to keep up with the times, regardless of what our primary goals are, if they're working, if they're family, or if there's other long-term goals that we have in mind. And on this note, regarding lifelong learning, the survey uncovered a huge opportunity. Many people simply are not thinking on these terms yet. So globally, only 31% of women said that pursuing lifelong learning is a top life priority. And the number is even fewer in the U.S. at only
0: 24%. Catherine, excellent points all around here. And as always, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I honestly believe, you know, these insights and suggestions can really go a long way in assisting women improve their retirement outlook. And I might add, I'm really delighted we've been able to celebrate International Women's Day together. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation, dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's partner content and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org. We hope you'll join us for future episodes, including the upcoming episode on sleep awareness. Also, in case you missed it, check out recent episodes on Aging in Place, and avoiding surprises in your medical bills. Again, we'd love to hear from you. So if you have comments, feedback, or topics you want to learn more about, contact us at info@transamericacenter.org. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe. Be well, and thanks for listening.